Good morning. Intro, intro, intro. We're doing we're doing a show again. <clears throat> All right, this is uh, this is Midnight Climax. I'm joined with my co-host Alex. Hey, uh, and our and our friends Gal and Renato. Hello. What up? How's we're coming going? to you. We're coming to you live. I don't think any podcast is. Is any podcast actually live? Some are. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's, there's like live streaming We're coming to you yeah. pre-recorded We're coming to you pre-recorded Probably a week from when you'll hear this Probably a year It's going to be so exciting A week from now when you guys hear this show It's going to be awesome It's going to um, be the best one yet We're all sitting in a circle uh, We're not socially distanced at all We're um, We just coughed in each other's faces I, I, I think most of us are, are vaccinated <laughs> I, I got a vaccine yeah, We got the vaccine got a vaccine I'm halfway Renato's Yo, halfway We clearly have no taste Alex is halfway us. Um, Got my blood clots already. This looks like a this looks like a meeting <laughs> of like Seneca college RAs. Yeah, We're like, oh, all right. Yeah. I want to talk to you guys about consent today, <laughs> and, uh, and and all your changing bodies. <laughs> so no means no. So just, just come check out my dorm. I got a single at the end of the hall. It's gonna be real fun. Um, yeah. So when I pass you guys the ball in a circle, you're gonna say about what consent means to you. Here you go, Renato. Consent. All right, I'm gonna have to talk to you after the meeting. That was very inappropriate. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is the, we're in, we're in the basement. We're in the newly renovated uh, Alex Cave. Have you named yeah. it yet? Have you named your spot? I, I'm not naming it. It's just a basement, but it's also my one bedroom. I want to talk sure. about this. Have you guys ever named uh, places you've lived in in your life? Like a, um, yeah, yeah. I feel like we've, we we uh, we named our old apartment jokingly like. The, the the trap house because it was like a frat house like <laughs> apartment kind of thing. I, I I can say something right now that'll really date me. Um, my freshman year of college dorm, our individual room was named the Swag Palace. Wow, yeah, Man, and I I, I I still regret it to this day. It really hurts to a even lot say of that. consent going on in the Swag Palace. <laughs> Is that what you started? I, I don't think consent was the issue, just because like women didn't really want to go in there. Like it was like, all right, well, I think it goes both ways. You know, consent. It's really like, oh shit, we're in the Swag Palace. palace we gotta leave. Like, all right, we gotta. And so the only other people that said that was just like other men. Like, oh sweet, you're in the Swag Palace yeah. today. Like, all right, guys, I, I regret the name already. We gotta we gotta how, leave. How many di- how many guys did you get to go into the Swag Palace though? So my floor was all men. Uh, all, in the dorm, so the way, the way the, the the buildings were set up in my dorm, um, it, I was on the top floor. There, so it was like it was my room, and then three other rooms of all dudes. Right below us was a, a floor of all women, and then it went like that: like guys, girls, guys, girls. So we were, we spent most of the day trying to get girls to come up to our like disgusting floor, and um, it's all about love of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, oh, yeah. it's all Just, about it's all about marketing. You should have you know been like exclusive access to the to the swag palace. Yeah, yeah. I'm just We're imagining like, yeah. like you're sitting down with girls at a bar, like, hey, you want to go to swag palace? And they'll be like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you guys and want you go to a dude and be like, hey man, you want to come to the swag palace and then play some Smash Brothers? I'd be like, oh man, pretty much. Sure. We play a lot of Smash Brothers in there, and there are not a lot of Smash sisters. I'll tell you that. How many brothers did you smash? <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Was there a big sign the swag palace outside? Um. We we were directly across from the garbage chute, so there's always an exit if you ever needed <laughs> to get out of there oh, fast. Yeah. Classic. Um, it's the price of swag. So yeah, so I, I I I got. I mean, a handful of girls came 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 through. I mean, once in a while, it wasn't a, wasn't anything crazy. I remember uh, my roommate, who was like a randomly assigned roommate. He was on. I don't know what the name of the program is, but it's for like uh, it's, it's like a lower income bracket thing where he can go there for free, but he had to do this like mandatory like summer program, mm-hmm. which which sounded like kind of a drag, but he made like so many friends and contacts like early on that he didn't know otherwise, and by extension he he met like a bunch of girls who were in the same program, so we all uh, got to the dorm like the first uh, weekend, uh, like this is like like a week before classes even start. I don't know how they 
managed to do that. They, they got us in there. Uh, the only thing that was open is like the dorms and like the dining hall. So the first night I was in college, my roommate had a girl in, in the dorm and he, he had the, he had the chain on the door and I was trying to get in the room. I didn't know he had a girl in there. I thought he was just like, fuck with me. Like, come on, man, it's my room too. And then he's like, Hey, uh, I got a girl in here. I'm like, Oh shit, shit. My bad. I'm going to leave. All right, all right. <laughs> so I left. That was your first interaction with him. Yeah. I'm like, this nice. guy's, this guy's like the biggest pimp in the world. Actually, I can tell you guys a story about him. My friend, uh, Wesley, great guy. He did. He, he was only in college for that year. And then he dropped out because he just didn't go to classes ever. He just like, all right, this is a free year to like live and eat for free. It's going to be awesome. So he, um, this was like 2011, 2012, I guess was it. We were freshmen in college. 2011. So this was like well into the age when like smartphones were like first like being a real like established thing. And like most people were starting to get them. He was one of the last people to have a flip phone. But um, he had five girlfriends at one time. And like three of them like knew about the other ones. They're like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got multiple girlfriends. But on so, a flip phone though, you're texting all of them on right. a flip phone. So what I'm getting to is he would do this thing phone. where he, he had like five girlfriends. But he would try to like text and hit on like every girl he knew. So um, I, I started hooking up with a girl from like a floor below us or two floor. I don't remember what floor. But um, she was friends with a, a, a girl that he was talking to. Mm. And the girl approached me one day. She's like, can you say something to your roommate? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, he sends me a good morning text every single morning. I'm like, well, what's wrong with that? He's like, well, he doesn't know that when he has that like specific like flip phone, I can see every other girl he texts to. So it'll, it'll be her name and then 75 other contacts. I'm oh, like, good morning, like beautiful. Group text? Group, he, he didn't know it was a group text. Oh, that's hilarious. It was, a, it was like a 75-person group text of good morning, beautiful, every day. He's like, why is this not working? Because, okay, well, well, that's the thing is like if you text 75 girls at once, one or two of them, you're like, good morning, what's up? Yeah, what are you doing yeah, today? You want to yeah. get breakfast? So like it works somehow. But like he was like the last guy to like get like iPhones and all the smartphone stuff like that. So he just didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then I told him about it. He's like, <laughs> sweet <laughs> he didn't care at all it had no effect on him i mean if it was working yeah so i mean that what, would, what if like various yeah. girls show up for breakfast well we've had each other we, we, we had instances where um i, I was like I'll, I'll take a page from your book i'll try to start like inviting multiple people to do stuff at once see what happens and it, it goes it goes fine until one day two girls say yes at once and then you do one of those like sitcom things like oh my god i gotta run back and forth <laughs> so we had uh i invited a girl back to our um, dorm room. This this also dates us too because we were watching the first season of American Horror Story. Mm. God awful show, but like girls in college were obsessed with it. So I'm like, yeah, we can, we we watch it every week, guys. Come on, let's yeah. let's, let's go back to my uh, let's go back to my dorm. Let's go back to my spec. So I, I convinced the girl to come back and like watch it with me on my like twenty inch like TV that like my oh mom my gave God. me when I first oh, came to no, college. No, no, no. Okay. Like it's this is like the size of like a laptop screen pretty much. Yeah. So we're all huddled around it on like beach chairs and stuff. And then there's like a knock at my door. I'm like, ooh, spooky, right, guys? <laughs> and then I walk up to the door and she's like, another girl. And she's like, hey, I'm here for them. I'm like, fuck. All right, come on, come on in. And then I, I, I position it so I was like sitting next to like both of them on the bed. And I'm like, yep, we're all just big fans of the show here, right, everybody? <laughs> and then they immediately kind of like figured it out. One's like, all right, I'm just going gonna, gonna to go home now. I'm like, okay, that, that's fair. <laughs> and the other one stayed. Well, the other one was like living on the floor. Oh. And oh, she, oh. She, she showed up and she's just like, well, it happens. I'm like, yeah, it does, I mean, yeah. It's a numbers game. But I mean, that was a that was a swag palace. That was the the saga of a very stupid name that no one should have even entered. But they, yeah, I mean, they, I feel like were you advertising that out like, hey guys, you know, this is the swag palace. Yeah, where, like to come to the swag palace, dude. Talking about a group text, I have this crazy story of one of my uh, one of my best friends from college. Uh, you know, he just recently broke up with his girlfriend, and he was like back on Tinder, you know, like fishing for girls. And he matched with this like random ass girl, and they started talking. And like usually, like you know, when you match with a girl, they're not like super inclined to meet you like immediately. 
which is like, oh, hey, you know, like, want to hang out tonight? You want to go to the cinema, this and that? And it's like, all right, sure. You know, it's a guy, like, you don't really care. Uh, so they, you know, arrange a day. They're going to IPEC to watch a movie. And then, like, literally as he's on his way, she texts him, like, hey, I'm also bringing, like, my buddy, like, my, my female friend. So there's going to be two of us. He's like, oh, sweet, nice. Very nice. And then awesome. a follow-up message to that is, like, do you have a buddy that you can bring, right? So he asked another one of my, of my friends, like, we're just like a group of friends. So he's like, all right, sure. He was also single at that point. So they went there. They met each other in the in the IPAC. The girl that he originally matched with, she would actually like end up being like uh, deaf. And not only that, but the girl that made an arrangement to meet with my two buddies, she also talked to another guy on Tinder that you know none of them knew each other. Yeah. So that guy showed up. So it was three guys, my two buddies, and a random military guy who just like showed up there watching a movie in IPAC, not knowing each other, oh not nothing. Wait, did they know uh, she was deaf beforehand? No. No, nothing. Like they were literally. That's just on like, her. Right, that is so on her. To you know, be like, hey, by the way, I can't hear anything you're saying. <laughs> like, why are you gonna I go watch a movie? Like, no subtitles, no nothing. To be and honest, just, like watching a movie is the most awkward first date. Yeah, because you're not, you're, well, like, you well, especially you're if you're deaf. Well, no yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> wait, wait. I, for, I totally forgot that. <laughs> yeah. One of them was deaf. But like in your mind, it's like, oh, I'm going to IPAC. You know, I'm gonna get those chairs in the front row. It's like you can lay down. You can do like you know, you can get some sexy time, and things are gonna get spicy in the cinema. And then you end up being there with like your buddy, with a deaf girl, with another girl, nothing like <laughs> and, and another man you don't know, and a military guy that is like, "What am I doing here with two other guys?" Why were they all there? So you just hit everybody up. And it's like, it's like right. a group text thing, you know, like play the numbers. I guess it was just so awkward. Yeah, they ended up leaving like mid movie, and they were like, "Yeah, it's not working out." Yeah. Anyways, yeah, but, the movies is a terrible first date. I feel like you know. I feel really. like it's a good good first date. Why? Though. Because like you know. You see if she has the same thing. All right, all right. I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pose a question. What's what's the ideal first date, as as we say to all all, all these men? All right, definitely food wise, nothing heavy. Nothing right? heavy. You don't want to keep it like light. Shit. You don't want to be getting something messy. Like you're not going to go, you know, go eat crawfish and a and a Louisiana Ooh. boil. Speaking of real fast, I I, I invited a uh, a female uh, friend over to my uh, my apartment like a, a, a little while back back when we were we. We hooked up a few times, but th- we hadn't seen each other in a while. So I was like, all right, let's watch a movie. And she, she's like, well, do you want to drink some stuff? I'm like, yeah, I got some beers and stuff in the fridge, and I got some, like, hard liquor, all that stuff. She's like, okay, great. And she's like, oh, what's this wine that's in the fridge here? I'm like, wine? I don't remember buying wine. I think it was from, like, a previous relationship or something. But I didn't realize that the wine was, like, opened, for, like probably, like, back when I was, like, dating her. So she drank it. And she got very, very sick. Like, I basically poisoned a woman in my house. Jesus. Because it, it's like spoiled wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Talk she's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And she was in the bathroom for a suspiciously long time. And then she came back. And she's like, well, it's kind of the end of the night for me. I'm like, yeah. I got to go. I should like, probably clean out my fridge. Yeah. But yeah, continue. So, so, so nothing light. Um, I mean, uh, not, nothing too heavy. No, yeah, I have a thought on that, though. Like, don't they age wine? You know what I mean? People buy, That's like, what old I'm saying, super right? bottles of wine. But so when you open it, the wine, you know, it spoils. You have like yeah. A, why is that? Wine spoils actually window. very quickly, like a few days or some wines, like a few days. and nah. some wines, like a couple. All right. Well, the wine was old I, enough that I didn't remember that I owned it. So yeah. that's that's well, a, okay. Well, that's I, a like I said, type I, of aging. That's a different type of aging. She, 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 she's stock of the situation. She she did survive, but I did poison her. Like yeah. basically, yeah. <laughs> Poor girl. That, so, that's so, that's so, why you got to talk about consent every day, guys. So another first aid tip: definitely no spoiled wine. <laughs> that's definitely a must. That's uh, fair. I don't know, like, depend. okay, summer date, definitely a walk in the park. You get to talk to each other. You get to do some outdoorsy shit. I like outdoors. I like that. You know, nothing. I'm not I'm not saying, you know, uh, let's go hike 16 miles, but, you know, just take a walk in a nice park. Winter's a little harder. Winter is like, you know, can't really, winter in New York is rough. You don't want to be outside. 
I've I've gone on a hiking date, honestly. And it was eight miles. <clears throat> it was pretty first fun. date. Huh? First, it was like a second. An date. eight mile hike. An eight mile hike. Dude, so he bad. so he goes up to the top of the mountain and he's like, "Listen, nobody can hear you scream. So this is going to be a great no, date." No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to divert from that a little you bit. Failed you failed know? the consent <laughs> test again. All right, yeah. No, what do you no, think? No, good no. first date for you. Dude, that's a good question. I mean, I feel like you know, whenever I meet a girl, I want to see like if she's got the same interests as I do. If she likes to do things that I do. Uh, so you just play because, Team Fortress. Yeah, so I just, I, I, you know, I, I make her League of Legends account. I put her in the Summoner's Rift, and I'm like, let's see how well you do. League of Legends is a good way to get anyone to hate you, I think. Uh, yeah, the community there is so toxic. I learned how to play that in uh, in college. I think my, my second, first or second year of college, and I was immediately just terrible at it. And then a couple of my friends, like on, on my, in my like, dorm area, they got like pretty good at it, and then I immediately just got so angry at the game. I'm like, I'm having a great time right. just because I'm terrible. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but then they get mad because they're good, and then you're oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and you're just yeah, feeding, and then like, you yeah. feel even better. I'm running in circles yeah. and doing just terrible <laughs> shit. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to disagree about something heavy because honestly, if you both really love seafood uh-huh. and you don't eat like seafood's a gamble, you can, get, you can get some bad seafood. And you and should can, go to a crawfish boil. Yeah, but that's like okay, first date. That's like messy. You're trying Very to messy. talk, like you got shit I, all you know, over your face. I think like, I think like the first date, people try to like do like the the average of you know people, you know, and be like, all right, what does the average person like? You know, that's relatable and nice, right? And then you do you end up doing something that most people will like, and then you know what about? That's like, not what I'm saying though. You could be, <laughs> it could be light and delicious. You know, what right? I mean? It could you be like a, like, like well, what's light and delicious? You I guys mean, go like, for ice cream. You guys like, go out for I mean, like hot like, dog. Like, you go to like a, a nice like uh, like Thai restaurant and like oh, you yeah, don't have to Thai order, food like, is a great choice. Honestly, you know what I mean? Like that. you get a nice curry and like some some pad thai, not pad thai, uh, uh, papaya salad. And I've I've yet to meet people who don't like Thai food. Really? Honestly, I haven't really met anybody who doesn't like Thai food. I've taken people who've never had like Asian food in their life, or besides like Americanized Chinese food. I take them to Thai food and like this is amazing, it's delicious. Yeah, you just gotta order the right stuff. And then you yeah. know, I'm not I'm not saying go to like the Olive Garden, but I'm saying, you know. Olive nice. Garden though, I, I read an interesting article about like Italians, like real Italians testing Olive Garden, and they're like, dude, this is not bad. Like we talk about <laughs> Olive Garden like like it's like know, shit, but according to real Italians, Olive Garden is not... Who are these real Italians? I'm just saying, I read an article. I don't know. It was Giovanni. Giovanni said it's not bad. Giovanni's such a... There's a million Giovanni. Such an Italian name. (laughs) Alex and I talked about this yesterday with people who are like like snobs about beer and stuff. But anyone who calls themselves like a real anything, I probably don't like you. I probably... (laughs) It's probably just annoying. Dude, I am huge in beer, so... Yeah, I, I I love beers. I've I've tried so many different types of beer. I like trying new ones. But I, I would never be like, to, ugh, you like yeah. PBR, yeah. ugh, you like yeah. Buzz Light. Like, no, just don't everything be, don't has be a, their, don't their be a dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I like cheap trashy beers. I like my exactly. high class stuff. Yeah. I like a, I like a nice nice beer with dinner, with like a nice steak or something like that. Yeah. Oh, great. You're a true wait, wait, connoisseur. Gal, Gal, how tall are you? Six four six five depends six, on a day. Six four six five. Okay. In the mornings, oh. you know, you got some some days a little taller than the other. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm honestly, not as tall as Ryan. This is. This is this is on another episode. I don't know if it's been released yet, but I said that my stereotype of uh, of beer snobs tend to be guys who are twenty to thirty percent body fat, uh, who are above five eight and have uh, usually white dudes with facial hair. That's me. But, but you know, but but you but you are you're very what's it called? You're very toned and you're you're above six feet. I definitely agree and with the facial hair part. But you do have the facial hair. So I, I do have the facial. No, no, that, the only thing I, that matches is facial hair. I don't have over twenty percent body fat. Yeah, I'm over five eight. But I mean, when yeah, I talk but about facial hair, is big beard. When he yeah. when he said that to me yesterday, I thought he was talking about a very specific person. I was like, "Are you referring to someone we know?" He's like, "No, I no." Just... Actually, there's been a few a few times where I meet like usually it's between the heights of five eight and six feet, twenty to thirty percent, or maybe over thirty percent body fat. Yeah. Uh, usually like white American dudes with like mm. 
So facial hair. I, I feel like when people are being snobby about beer and alcohol in general, it's like people that just recently started drinking. Because like for my culture, you know, like you get yeah. you know, exposed to alcohol at a very young age just because people don't want to make it a taboo. Yeah. Like, I, I know, like, my grandpa, like, even when I was, like, you know, 11, 12 years, like, obviously, he wouldn't give me a full glass of wine or a beer, but, like, whatever was left at the end of the glass, basically, the spit stuff that's, that's <laughs> to the end, like, yeah, like you know, taste yeah. it. Like, I, I don't want... wash Exactly, yeah. 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 I don't want you thinking, like, oh, now, you know, that I'm going older, I've never had, you know, alcohol before, let me get, you know, yeah, yeah, drunk yeah. as a skunk and just be, like, rowdy. Yeah. So, I got exposed, you know, to, like, let's say, alcohol at a very young age. Yeah, I think I have my and, first sip of beer probably at like four or five like yeah. my, my, my dad's like all right you're a man now right i'm like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're you only like six feet at a time like four years yeah, old. i was yeah. only six foot tall yeah. I, I was only six three shy my, six foot i was a wee boy but yeah i mean i i i, I agree i definitely agree um uh, i would say for me ideal first date I, people don't get this one a lot you gotta go you gotta up the white trash a little bit you gotta take them bowling then you turn into a game. They're not focused Damn. on how ugly you are individually as a person. Mm. You say, hey, let's just a focus, distraction. focus on the lanes. And I'll be honest, nobody's really good at bowling unless you're like an actual really bowler. Good. Yeah. So so like, it's mostly like, ah, ha, ha, that was so funny when you knocked yeah. the pin down. Ah, like you could just make it into a competition, make mm-hmm. it kind of stupid. And then uh, by then you're tired. Like, oh, well, you know, it's still kind of early. Do you want to watch a movie now? And then you bring the movie in. And they say, oh, well, pff, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I don't like anything that's out now. Let's, you know, let's, let's go to like... Red box or something. Let's get a little, little uh, DVD somewhere from Walmart. Or let's let's go on Netflix DVD or something. DVD from Walmart. DVD. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Red box. DVD oh, yeah. Walmart. Let's go to Red box. Oh I'm dating God. myself again. You're you going gotta... to the one blockbuster in the U.S. Dude, I feel like if a girl agrees to a bowling date, like, listen, I don't think, I don't think you want to date that. <laughs> I'll be honest. Up the eighty, you got to go full white trash, man. Uh, I mean, it depends if you're trying to smash or if you're trying to date. Listen, that's 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 for that's for us to figure out later. Is what it is. Now you got to have that figure out before. Because you don't want to I mean, waste always your just time, smash, right? And then, like, if you like them, you just continue smashing. Yeah, but if she agrees to a bowling well, there's, date... There, well, there's never a girl who you just only want one or the other. Usually you want at least one. And then you, if, yeah, you, if you want to develop yeah. into, the develop into yeah. a relationship later on. Because what is, what is a girlfriend or a wife if not someone you just keep fucking, right? Listen. Is, is, is that not true? Is that like... Because, like, I mean, if you have sex with somebody and you like them... I don't know why I'm explaining this right now. And you just keep doing it. Yeah. You develop a bond, you know. Right, yeah, listen, if you if you have a defender. close listen, if you have a close intimate relationship with somebody and you don't have sex with them, they're your best friend or you're an asexual relationship. Yes, they're like a roommate. Yeah, basically they're like another. Yeah. very. You're either friend. asexual they're, they're or they're your best friend. And if you have sex with somebody and you have no intimate relationship, they're just your fuck buddy. And you have sex with somebody and you have and an intimate, intimate relationship, relationship and a bond and a bond, then I guess it's a relationship. You have some sort of thing there, and it's either monogamous or non-monogamous or whatever you want to say. But we're talking about this yesterday. How like. You know, we make fun of birds for, like, doing mating dances, but we've really complicated this shit to, like, the exponential uh, exponential level. You, you know have a I fucking mean? app that gets uh, you late, like, dude. Birds just dance in front of each yeah, other. Yeah, I wish it was a lot easier like, like that. Like, I can show somebody, like, my nose. I'm like, huh? huh? Mm, like, yep, yeah, let's do dude. it. Somebody shows up to a bar in a bird suit. Or, like, a... <laughs> just bust on Imagine some moves some and you get laid. Yeah, back like, in like, the day, people used to like Ooh. dance to get to get laid. I guess. Honestly, it might work. On Honestly, someone. yeah. Like if you if you dress up as like a bird, like a peacock, and yeah. then you just go to like a shows you got a sense some of humor. dance, some dance floor, and you start doing mating dances. I'm pretty sure there's going to be an avid bird watcher. I mean, if like, there was, get it. <laughs> I, got no, it. I feel like all you'd get is like four restriction. Let's, like, let's, let's, let's be let's be realistic. If there was a girl who agreed to fuck a man dressed as a bird. Was she really going to say no anyways? Like, you could have just done anything uh, at that point. Yeah. You could have just done, like... Uh, she might be a bird enthusiast, you know? Yeah. Listen, maybe... maybe well, I'm, I'm saying, which, which situation would she not fuck you with if she agreed to the bird? 
listen, maybe the, maybe she would only agree to you being dressed as a bird. Maybe she's an avid bird fish. She wouldn't have liked you otherwise until you put on the bird costume. Yeah, it's the bird. And I feel like she just doesn't like people. She just likes birds anyways. Like, you likely have to keep bird. it on. Who knows, man? You probably trying to fool her? Is that, uh, is that the issue? No, she's like, I'm glad Wait, you're, you're on the same page. It's like, whoa, whoa. whoa. There's, That's not what it said people, on the app, all there's right? There's people who dress up as dogs and, and like... Tinder told me that birds. you were a pheasant. What, what's, <laughs> what's going on here? Well, there's definitely... A Why do you have a bird. human penis? I, I, I don't agree to this. This is not fair anymore. It's not what I signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they, they have the whole furry culture. And apparently the whole furry yeah, thing isn't furries. even just about like, like fucking in animal costumes. Like, Wouldn't that get hot? Yeah. But I Dude, think there's another, like, I was yeah. watching something about that. It's actually about, like, an, a level deeper of, like, uh, like some people with, like, autism, like, like being furries because it takes out that, like, eye contact, interpersonal, like, part of dating. Focus on the tail. Focus on the tail. Yeah, on the tail. Focus as, on the like, tail. this furry animal as opposed to. I never thought of that. Wow, yeah. That's there's, like, another, you know, layer to it where it's, like, actually helping, like, some people in that way. But, like, we look at it like, damn, these motherfuckers and these. No, I mean, I can't, can't both be true at the same time? Can't yes. be like, well, there's it's definitely kind of a weird. subsect of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah I always thought true. it was like, you know, like, oh, my God, like, maybe these guys really like to be animals. But I was like, wow, maybe that's how they cope with, you know, the not wanting to make eye contact. Yeah. And, and like that. all the other complicated parts of our, our of our dating ritual. I mean, when it comes to, to, to you know, human dating, it's, it's basically like the first interaction you make is like looks, right? Like you visualize and you see that person, you know, yeah, like I whatever, mean, visualize them naked, whatever. So I feel like if you do need something like a like a furry costume to subsidize for that, like there's definitely an underlying yeah. issue with that. Yeah, I mean I don't think it's an issue though. I mean it doesn't have to be an issue, yeah, but like an underlying reason for why you, you yeah you, yeah you want that. But then there are definitely it opens the door. Yeah, I I I saw those those tail feathers and then uh, hey, that maybe, was it. Yeah, maybe if you're like because uh, honestly, if you if you dress as a bird costume, right? Are you a furry or are you a no? You're a just a, you're just a person. I, I feel a, I feel like we're splitting hairs here. I don't think the no. You're you're just a man in a bird costume. You're a man in a bird trying costume. your best out Listen, there. Here's a question: all right, all right. Is Batman a furry? Dude, he's Batman is as a bat. Batman is sexy as fuck. Like he's, like he's, he's a sexy guy. Oh, but he's no, no, no. Do you do you think Big Bird fucks? Oh yeah. Is it no. big? Big Bird's a guy, right? Or is I it think, a girl? I think it's a guy. Wait, who's who's Big Bird? Big Bird from so, Have you seen Sesame, Sesame Street? Sesame Street in the United show? States. Dude, I, no, so in the United States, yeah. okay. I've heard oh, of right, Sesame okay, Street, okay. but I'll, I'm not I'll, I'll explain. Girl. I'll explain Sesame Street. So, um, have you ever seen the Ninja Turtles? Yes, I love Ninja Turtles. So in well, New York, um, a bunch of people on the street got uh, their water contaminated by this like oh, radioactive no. substance, and a bunch of them turned into like multicolored uh, like monsters and anthropomorphic animals. And now they teach children shapes and letters and numbers. Okay, okay. Gal- no, 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 no. That, it's not, I, that's I'd remove like 85% of that explanation. About 15% was pretty spot on. It's in New York. It's a bunch of animals that teach York. kids about uh, alphabet. They're like monsters. There's a Elijah's guy. There's monsters and there's like a... There's a guy who lives in a trash can. He's a homeless person that they, they turned into a puppet. That's very New York-like? Yeah. 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 Uh, there's, a, there's a big bird. There's His a vampire. Big bird. Very original a vampire, name. yeah. Okay. His name is the Count. How many bats? I can are just there? look it up. Three I, I bats. can just look it up. Like one, I'm sure I'm sure you've two, seen it. Everything. What, what's the name of it? Sesame uh, Street. Sesame Street? You know like Sesame Seeds? Sesame yeah, 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 I know that. And then Street. Like the street, you know? Street. Let me see. Barney definitely. Oh dude, talks. I feel like I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. No. No, every so every country in the world has it. It's an American icon. Okay. So you think they get laid? You think there's like girls like growing up? Yeah. You think there's like these girls learning alphabet and then like once they turn, you know, right, right, they're like fantasizing about them. I will say the guy who played Barney, 
wrote yeah. about his sexual conquests and everything. Yeah, that guy. And was, he said that like yeah, what? a lot of a lot of uh, single moms or a lot of you know just moms in general were really into like him as as a guy. Because you think they sound like party clowns, like get laid. I don't like, think like, party clowns. Like John Lane. Yeah, that's that's probably just like an excuse for them to like. Issue. Yeah, I'm a party clown. That's what All I right, do. So you know? follow up question: Does Big Bird fuck other birds or does he fuck human women? Other birds. Well, how many other birds are the size of Big Bird? Well, like one. Yeah, like it's very monogamous relationship. Isn't there like a female Big Bird on the show or something? I don't know. I never watched Sesame Street. How did you never watch? I was in Brazil. Brazil had Sesame Street too. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I was watching other shit. Like, what else was around that time? Teletubbies. He was watching Fast and Furious, bro. Hell yeah, bro. Yo, this is this is the this is. The oh my god! Have he was watching Vin Diesel running down in his V eight. Have you ever seen Vin, Vin Diesel's interview in uh, Brazil? He was interviewing some like Brazilian journalist, and like he was being such a fucking creep the whole time. He's, <laughs> oh, like, he's like hitting on there. Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh my god, would I walk in a beautiful town? And like, he's, just, like, <laughs> like, walk in he's the type of guy town? that takes you to cinema uh, on a first date. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, let's sit in silence for two hours and a half <laughs> while you're deaf. <laughs> oh no, I mean, <laughs> dude, Vin, Vin Diesel's living the best life because it's like super. Like it's most low stakes movies ever. They make so oh, much yeah. money. Oh yeah. He just gets to have fun like doing like sitting in like CGI cars all yeah. day. I mean honestly though, <laughs> Great same life. same with The Rock. Yeah, The Rock is just I mean, they, well, they movies star in the, the same movies where there's any like depth. Rock it, the, <laughs> the Rock could potentially run for office in the next couple of years. Yeah, he posted about it that like forty six percent of people like Listen, I I will say this. It's more of a meme. I'm, I'm, at this I'm point, not I'm not like. a fan of celebrities in general running for office. political office, but if you got to pick one, it can't be Unless it was Michael Scott. Yeah, I mean, was Michael Scott running for the office? I'll I'll vote that. Yeah, I, uh, I vote Michael Scott. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, I, it depends on the on, on the celebrity. Well, I guess, then, like, well then you can always answer the question like our president could definitely beat up your president, like for sure. Like any oh, country. Yeah. Be like, listen, oh, yeah. we don't need our army, just president versus president will squash you for sure. Cuz right now Putin is the number one president that could squash other it's presidents. He's like a jujitsu. He like yeah. rides horses bareback. Yeah, yeah. 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 of him like lifting weights and everything. Dude, I think so. Like just, that shit's like, oh shit, man. <laughs> I've seen like gym. videos of him like catching like fish in the river like barehanded and stuff. Uh, There's got to be some type of propaganda for sure. This oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We caught the president just randomly on the street, barely drunk fish that he just plucking out of the water. They just got it at the market, threw it in the water. The fish is on another. Fish. Being like pulled underwater, <laughs> the fish goes down like fully gutted, like fillet ready, ready for the barbecue. <laughs> Imagine. Did you wow, guys watch? Uh, I haven't finished it yet, but Sea Spiracy. Speaking of fish, I'm afraid to watch it because I know it's gonna make me sad. Yeah, same. Because I, I like seafood, but like it's it's pretty fucked up. What's Sea Spiracy? It's a it's a documentary on Netflix about like the fishing industry and like fishing slavery. That there's like people who are like enslaved to fish and the way that like Japanese like fishing boats fish, where they just take a net and just like. Drag everything up, and yeah. Like, I, yeah. I see whatever just comes up just dies. Increasingly like, more environmentally inclined, and all this shit makes me so sad now. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. They were saying I'm like uh, it was like if you eat fish really often, you eat like almost a credit card's worth of microplastic, like yeah. every month yeah. or oh, week or something. God. Yeah. Oh yeah, the microplastic. And and, and, and like a majority a of that microplastic is actually fishing nets that get cut off. It's not even like. Hour, it's not even like, pollution. Um, it's just yeah, them it's fucking literally up. them like cutting nets and shit. I I saw the show and I'm like reluctant to watch it because. I already gave up beef like more than two years ago just because the whole industry like really disgusts me. So I'm such a huge fan of seafood. I'm like, I, I, I can't watch yeah, it. I, I well, like, see, I, I personally like in general, like with even, you know, like uh, what's it called? Factory farming and shit. Like it's really fucked up. But I don't think that. Um, yeah, Seaspiracy. Yeah, yeah. So Seaspiracy, right? So it's about like. It doesn't, it doesn't, 
you know, sometimes they like even, you know how like the tunas or whatever, they're like super prized bluefin tunas or whatever. Yeah. Like, well, they'll get like a million pounds or whatever for, for the fish. Like right. they'll drag everything else up with it to try to find that one tuna, but they're killing dolphins and everything else. There's a whole shit. TV show about it. Like yeah, the well, big yeah, tuna, well, right? Well, no, no, no. Okay, don't don't disparage that show. I love that show. Oh, sorry, Rob, called? sorry. Uh, uh, the Big uh, Tuna. It's called the Big Tuna. Wild Catch or something. Uh, well, that's one about lobsters. Uh, I love that shit. Oh. This one is like Wild Tuna, Big Tuna, or some shit. And it's just about dudes off the coast of like Massachusetts who go out and like yeah, their whole. And honestly, though, I feel like that is sustainable. Like they're not taking, they're not going out there with fucking huge nets and just dragging up the ocean. They're out there like actually just getting one. They're throwing it back if they're not big enough. And like, I uh, I dated a girl from. Uh, Massachusetts, she lives in like a fishing town. It's called like Gloucester. Hmm. And that's where like they film like a bunch a of, lot of those shows. shows. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, uh, I was like, we just, I just want to go fishing. And then you go out and then it's, it's, it's just really sad. It's just, I, I, I can't, I mean, I like actually fishing for like one fish at a time. But yeah. like, when they do like, what was it like those illegal like drag nets thing? Yeah. Yeah. Drag yeah, nets, yeah. yeah. Which are like, Get thousands of fish at once. How do, have we not gotten like buried treasure out of that? By the way, yeah. have we not gotten like pirate ships pulling up gold? Like I, know, I know, like how we were talking about uh, piracy and uh, and then uh, something that I don't know if it's been released or not released yet. But um, we were we were talking about piracy, and um, it's really interesting on the off the coast of Somalia. Somalia doesn't really have like a like a coast guard or a navy or anything, right? And a lot of countries will go and illegally fish, fish there. Yeah, fish there. Yeah. So the thing is that like, can you really blame them for like? Being yes, Somali raining, raining yes, you absolutely there. 100%. I think that goes deeper than just that. But, <laughs> I mean, it's inherently I mean, like, not have, a victimless if, crime. If, it's if absolutely. Have, no, but, I mean, like, if you have, like, if other countries' ships are going to your to your waters and taking all your resources. Dude, right? listen, for example, Russia, right? Like, living in Europe, like, just having, being exposed to, like, European news. Like, there's not a week that goes by that you don't, like, read a sketchy article about, like, Russia sending, like, either their submarines or, like, you know, like, warships or, like, just, like, their planes to, like, surveil that shit. Like, in, in this day and age, like, you really get no privacy. Everything is in a, such a, a surveillance, state. surveillance state that, like, if, if you have, like, two fishing boats in the, in the waters of Somalia, I think that's, like, the least of the problems that you should worry about. There's so much other sketchy shit happening without people knowing that. But, like, are the Somali pirates, like, uh, uh, raiding the, those fishing boats? Or are they just, They're not like, doing oh, it for the fish. They're doing it yeah. for, like, ransom of fishermen, which is definitely way worse. I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> ransom of fishermen, all that stuff, it's fucked up. It's one I'm thing if they show like, up to a fishing boat, like, all right, give us all your tuna for the day. Like, no, they're, like, they're taking people hostages. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know, that's like, way worse. I, that's I absolutely know, I mean, way worse. I, I mean, I mean, politically it's fucked up, but individually they can't do anything about that. So I wouldn't take it out on just whoever drives by Whoever's coming by. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, what about, contain- well, what about container ships? That's, but that's what, what they go after a lot, too. I, I watch a lot of those YouTube videos when, when those, like, big container ships, like, they're going to hire private security. They're going to have, like, videos this, are so cool. They're, they're going to have like, this, like, back ex, yeah, 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 like, ex-military yeah. guys just, like, like shooting yeah. at them. I mean, those, like, little wooden boats, dude. Yeah. That they're coming up to, yeah. like, they're, like, booking it in a speedboat yeah. to the container ship. But, and like, they're just... Okay, you got it. You got the container ship. What the fuck do you do now? People pay money because, like, those things are worth, like... Hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions. Because no, no, remember more, the whole yeah. the Suez Canal? Nonsense? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. J- Four hundred. Regardless of what was even on that boat, they stopped like billions and billions of dollars oh, yeah. of commerce just for yeah. like being stuck for was it like a couple days or like, a week? Days. They were gone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there was there in, was okay. in five days they stopped up like billions and billions of dollars of commerce. Four hundred million an hour. Yeah, so, literally. Yeah. So even if even if the boat was empty, they screwed everybody. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy how much how like the whole fucking world is dependent on this like one little waterway. Well, same with the Panama Canal, but. Yeah, just think yeah. about it. You close the waterway and then you, you 
can't get any packages or you can't get any uh shit it really fucked over europe u.s not so much because like that route was like asia to europe and shit mm-hmm. but like u.s like the 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 gas prices in europe went up and shit because there was like no oil coming through uh and egypt lost a shitload of money yeah, yeah. i think they charged like I think 200,000, 250,000. They get, get, I just actually watched a YouTube video that explained the whole thing yesterday. So per year, they get more than $6 trillion, $6 trillion or $6 billion. I don't know. Those are like obviously huge, you know, different numbers. Big difference. But I think it was, it was was literally, I mean, look at my bank account. I I can't even count the zeros anymore. Uh, But it was literally the whole GDP of like a country like Croatia, like a Croatia Croatia in Europe, Mm. just, what they get per year. So it's obviously like a huge, you know, drive. Huge for, business. For, yeah, yeah. Huge business for, for Egypt. They uh, they had actually fucking built uh, like an extra canal at the top. Yeah. So the top part has two canals for this shit not to happen. But then they just hadn't gotten around to the bottom part. And that's where like it happened. that ship got stuck was yeah. like the bottom part. It's, it's do we most, figure out how that's it got the most stuck? Egyptian like, how do you, thing. it was like a, a sandstorm and wind and the, yeah. the guy got disoriented and the ship is so huge that it just turned and just got like stuck all the way across the canal like diagonally yeah we were saying that yesterday like how do you screw up a f- straight line like yeah. just go yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> especially on some shit that big i also feel like the infrastructure and, and you know the resources that egypt has as a country like i saw like this meme of just like one uh, ex- excavator, whatever those things are called, like yeah. trying to set it free is like that's not gonna work. The final so, team yeah, was an Egyptian team. They were like partying like crazy on the boat. There was a video of them like right after they like released it, and they're just like mm-hmm. they had a little swag on palace the boat, on yeah. the boat. <laughs> well, so <laughs> swag palace, swag palace. So, a question about boats. I, I I don't really know anything about it, but um, the last time I was on a boat, I think it was for our friend Jason's uh, bachelor party, and I realized like there's no way to really like control a boat just because it's floating so you can control what direction like propellers go and stuff but you can't like you can't like hit the brakes really on a boat well that's uh, not no, true that's not true you can reverse so i i I, I, so grew, you... I grew up sailing and so i can i'm qualified to answer yeah, this no, question. Go ahead. Absolutely. but basically so like let's say you're on a sail like on a regular sail where you go just to, like vacation mm-hmm. so it can either be like wind powered through your you know whatever they're called like big sails sails a sail but you have like a, like a diesel engine that, you know, if there's no sail, you're just not going to be stuck in the middle of the right, sea. Right. So you can reverse the thrust on that and you're just going to go back. Yeah. Obviously, you're still being pushed in the direction of a current. So you yeah. have to use a lot. And those, like, the reservoirs for the gas, they're not that very big so usually. Huh? That sounds so hard to do. Like, yeah. Like, navigate all I mean, that shit. So you do have an option, obviously, to reverse and go away. But, but apparently, the, you can get, like, a boating license, like, online. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. And you, <laughs> you can just go right But that boat. sounds, like, way harder than an actual, like, car. Because you're not, like, there's no current in the, in the road. Like, yeah, but no... there's also a lot less, like, you're not driving down, like, a boat highway at 60 miles an hour with a bunch of people around you. So you have a lot more room for, for error. I have a crazier yeah. story when it comes to that. So back in the days, I think it was, like, in 70s, uh, a person that is very close to me, family-wise, uh, he went on a business trip to Russia. And he actually bought a license for, to be like a captain one of those big container ships that got stuck like so literally i mean obviously i think the times have changed now but like in 70s he bought a license to drive i mean to drive to operate mm-hmm. a boat the size of like 120 he plus meters it. he bought it yeah. so yeah it was it's just crazy story like it's so easy for you he to get you know, a license. he bought a license oh, he was literally a God. captain and then oh, this story God. ties later on when my fam- me and my family went on a vacation and we rented this big sail and nobody, like, when we came to Marina to, you know, to, to board, they were like, oh, yeah, none of you are qualified to, to, to operate such a, such a big boat of this size. And then this person, he came out uh, and, you know, he whipped out the card of him, like, you know, <laughs> Russian, like, you know, da, 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 I'm a con- container ship, like, captain. 
and everybody, I literally still have the image in my head. The, the, the captain was like shocked in the marina. He's like, oh, captain, captain, started putting his head down, you know, like, I'm so sorry. I should have, you Immediately know. Immediately crashes the yeah. sailboat. <laughs> so, the guy with no experience of, of, you know, operating a sailboat, he was like, you know, yeah, you're qualified. You know, everybody right, started putting their it. heads down like, oh, captain, oh, captain, well, it was back. Yeah, like, well, that's what we were saying yesterday, too. We're like, I don't know if I've ever, ever been on a boat where, like, everyone on it wasn't like drunk yeah so <laughs> difficulty got to be way up yeah like yeah true true or, it's like a hard mode when you get your when you get your sea legs when you just drink enough where it's like yeah it's yeah, kind of going uh, with the flow it's and you don't like get a, sick yeah loosey goosey yeah i feel then, like honestly like you have to be a certain level of drunk to operate a boat it's like when when you, you if you're sober to- you can't they do a, a blood alcohol level test before you get on. It's the, the opposite of driving a car. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, you're sober yeah, now. Wait, you can't yeah, continue. Wait a minute. You had, you've had like a bottle of wine. Or well, I, I went wine. fishing with uh, some people in my family on like this, like one of those like party boats that they used to have where you could just like pay like 20 bucks and you just go on a boat with a bunch of people. And you just like just start fishing off the side because they have like one of those fish radar things. Mm-hmm. So, we, I mean, we had a good time fishing, but my, my, bro- my little brother and my dad got so sick just from just like the motion of the boat just getting there yeah. that they were like barely able to fish and like... This is before any of us were even, like, drinking anything. Yeah. And I'm like, now, I, 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 whenever I'm on a boat, I just start drinking without even thinking about it. But, like, if God forbid I was one of those, like, seasick guys. Puking and... Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I'd, I'd be, like, shark food. It would be awful. We, uh, we went to one of those, one of those fishing... Tra- you know, you charter the boat to go fish with, like, a shitload of people or whatever. And they had, uh, like, all the food or the sodas were in, like, a big garbage can filled with ice. And someone got seasick and thought that that was a no. garbage can, and they threw Stop. up oh, all no. over the sodas that were for That's like the entire boat, up. all over oh, the garbage can. God. Thankfully, I had brought a bottle of water, so I was just thinking that. <laughs> no. But I was like, "This is oh, lost at sea." Yeah, yeah. I, it takes some time getting used to, you know, the whole motion. Of they the, have they have of like the ocean. motion sickness motion patches that uh, and pills. That you can take a pill pills. too. Yeah. Actually, in those patches, so there's this. Um, there's this like drug in Colombia. I watched like a Vice documentary about it called. It's like basically called like a zombie drug. That crocodile? Crocodile is like Russian heroin that like melts your fucking meat off yeah. your bones. It, like, like turns your skin into like oh, scales yeah. and stuff. Yeah. No, but this one is like um, it's derived from some uh, seed that falls off a tree there. Um, find powder. And uh, if like, it just so happens to turn into a powder after grinding up. In... But, yeah, um, so so. Anyways, it's this like, it's this, uh, it's basically called the zombie drug because a very, very minute, like seriously small amount, like uh, not even an amount you could see literally turns people into a zombie. Jesus. Um, like, and what I, what I mean by that is let's say like, uh, I, I, I blew it in your face, right? That's yeah. it. You would literally like be under my control. Like they'll, they, you could tell someone, Hey, let's go to the ATM right now. And like, you're going to give me all your money. And the person's like, yeah, like. Sure. How have we not heard more about this? It sounds awesome. And it, you know, like they just. I mean, very predatory, obviously, but awesome. Yeah. And they just, they just tell you to do, like, people will literally, like, let's say, wake up on a park bench the next day, go to their house, and their house is empty. And they, like, ask their landlord, yo, what the fuck happened? They're like, oh, you came here yesterday with your friend and you moved all your shit out. And, like, they had no idea what happened. And that actually happens a lot with, like, uh, like prostitutes there will put it on, like, a map or blow it in the face of, like, the person. How is this not more common? I feel well, like we should have this all over the place. It's probably hard to find. But what's funny is that drug is used in motion sickness uh, like stuff in very small amounts. Yeah, there's a bunch of like weird cures people have for like motion sickness. Like if you ever look at um, people get uh, like sick on like planes and stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. some of like the drugs they have people take are kind of like kind of like weird and nasty. Yeah. And that you wouldn't really – you shouldn't really take them at all otherwise. Um, and, like, it's just interesting to see the minute amounts of shit that, like, in larger amounts would be terrible for you that they just put in, you know, right. other stuff. 
Um, it's like, I mean, I'm trying to remember the name of what the what that drug is. But you think uh, in the real world there would be a drug problem on Sesame Street? Oh yeah, are you kidding me? Like uh, for sure, Oscar the Grouch is selling something. To somebody. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's a stash house. Big Bird definitely has a cocaine problem. I feel like Big Bird would get caught so easily, though. He couldn't really get away with anything. He's just like a giant bird all the time. Like, oh, that's Big Bird. He's, he's, and he's his beak down. He's, he's snorting something. He's, what are you going to uh, do? He's wiling out. And and the Count definitely has a has, has struggled with alcohol in his days. Oh, hang on a second. All right, let's... let's. I'm going to have to figure this out in terms of transitions and stuff. But speaking of whale dicks, um, yeah. Renato uh, was very interested in the, 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 the name of our show, Midnight Climax. Um, you said you, you, you are aware of some other... Uh, interesting government operations and other stories and stuff. Uh, yeah. Anything come to mind? Yeah. So, you know, especially with whales and, and dolphins and, you know, acid in general, LSD, the government was doing a lot of crazy shit in the 60s and the 50s. And uh, one of them was a, a NASA experiment. So it didn't start out like this. So they were they were basically trying to communicate with dolphins, right? So like whales and dolphins got their own language. They, they you know, they... They talk to each other. And that's in the like ocean. a documented thing yeah. that they yeah. have, yeah. Like specific yeah. sounds, yeah. Or specific. Like, like whales in different parts of the world sound different. So like it's like literally accents, different. Yeah, like accents. they're whale yeah. 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 Okay. Wow. So that's crazy. You know, they that's were trying to learn crazy. how to communicate with dolphins. So do you think? All right, do you think whales in the Atlantic Ocean are like racist against like Korean? Yeah, they're like whales. These fucking Korean like, whales. God, these these sideways swimmers. Can you believe huh. them? These freaking these backpedalers. Trying to come I, out I mean, you know, I do wonder about that if they're, I mean, they, they have beef battles, you know, or do they even interact? Like, Animal are they racism go has to be a thing. We're yeah. not talking about it enough. It's got to be a real. They probably never met each other. So they don't have the opportunity I mean, to be racist. Like biologists see it as like different tribes of chimpanzees or like different types of like are smaller Are chimpanzees breeds. even racist though? Chimps are crazy. Chimps are like well, chimps they, kill they, each other for fun. You got to yeah, ask Joe Rogan like, about that. Off. For sure, has an yeah. answer. There was yeah. a, a fucking thing where uh, these like so this guy. I'll get back to the dolphins in a minute, but this guy like uh, came to, back to a chimp sanctuary to like meet a chimp that he had taken care of for a long time. As you do, and and he <laughs> brought a cake for the chimp's birthday, and the other chimps got jealous that oh, they I didn't heard. have a cake and they fucked that dude up. Like that. they beat the shit dude. out of him because they were like, "Where's my fucking cake?" Like maybe they're just uh, pastry snobs in the way that we were talking about beer. Yeah, dude, like, yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, did you get this at the Cheesecake Factory? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> did you go to Brothers Bakery for this, you fool? You buffoon! How dare you? Um, but yeah, so you know they were trying to learn how to. It was a NASA-funded exper- experiment to learn how to communicate with dolphins. Right. So this woman who got recruited, like she was in her early twenties, and she'd always been interested in marine life, <laughs> fresh out of college job. Yeah, that yeah. Get. So fresh like out of a swag palace. She's there with like three <laughs> three different dolphins, like trying to communicate them in this with, in this lab all the time. And then she realizes that like every night she's leaving, so they're like leaving the dolphins in the dark there. And she's like, well. If I'm there 24-7, I think I'd have a better shot of learning how to communicate with them. She's like, so, oh, I can get some overtime, So some, she convinces the dude to flood the, like, she waterproofs the lab. So the top part of the lab where all the electronics are, they waterproof it, and then they flood the whole bottom. What? And then she starts living in She's there. She's not with, getting that deposit wait, back what? is what it is. They fl- She's fucking living in the lab with some water. Yeah, so then so then she starts living in the lab with one of the dolphins, Peter, that she had the best relationship with. Oh, individual with. Peter. <laughs> yeah, so not, out of the three. Not, not the group. Now yeah, she's in no, there. no. She's just living with one because she had now a good relationship. Now she's in a double room. Now we're talking yeah. Swag Palace. Yeah. There oh, we go. yeah. She was definitely in the Swag Palace. palace. Yeah. So she's living in there with him. Wet and wild, you know what I mean? Yeah, like in three feet of water. So like she's sleeping in there and all this shit. Three feet of water. Okay, three feet. Okay. Yeah. Three feet is and still no, no. She's too not like feet. deep. She's not like diving deep in there. But you know, she's living in a house with a fucking dolphin. Okay. So then, right around the time that this was happening, all the LSD experiments start happening. So the guy who ran the lab was like, 
injecting the dolphins with LSD to try to get them to that like was such a cool make time human sounds in our history when we we're like, why don't we just put drugs in everything? Like, yeah. The midnight climax thing was like they they use like a brothel to like test drugs on like unsuspecting people. Um, there's a bunch of because stuff they, they did couldn't with talk like, about it after to yeah. everyone because they don't want to say they were in a brothel. Right, right. Yeah. And there's a bunch of stuff they did with like marijuana and a bunch of stuff they did like in the like, like in the American what like, Southwest. What did these dolphins do though? Did they make human sounds? Or? So they never got them to make human sounds, right? So they they can they, they with their, they, their vocal cords? I don't their, think so. So like, I think it was a really a futile effort from the beginning. But um, so she was having an issue where the dolphin was very sexually frustrated. So, you know, dolphins, like any other mammals... This definitely sounds like my college they, they, dorm, for they, sure. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they like to smash. So, uh, naturally, it, it was very hard for her to help train to train the dolphin when the dolphin was sexually frustrated. So, she started jerking off the dolphin. So, she's living in this house. They're injecting the dolphins with acid. And now she's jerking the dolphins off so that, you know... And this was, this was just, just to, to, to re, reiterate, this was paid for by tax dollars. Yes, by NASA. <laughs> this by, yes, for, by, this was uh, the, by, the, by, the good tax-paying people of, so, of America. So when people are like, oh, what was the classification? Do you know, like, we put $782 billion dollars this, uh, in the military. Like, well, how much money is jerking off dolphins? Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about that. <laughs> Do you know the level of secrecy for this? Like, huh? Was this like a top secret no, operation? No, like people could come and, and like she, she was talking <laughs> people about People could come? That's even worse. Yeah, she was like, she was like, yeah, people could see me jerking them off. It wasn't, it was like, she oh was like, it wasn't a sexual thing. It was maybe sensual, but it wasn't sexual. I was like, sensual was is sensual. sensual. Like, not all right, all right. Okay. So, so we, we we talk about politicians having a big issue with like navigating their way out of like these scandals. heinous circumstances with scandals and sex stuff. She should just treat it like she should be put on a clinic for these guys. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. Listen, hey, I did it. Fine. It, it happened. Sensual. It was great. Everyone loved it. Like, it wasn't what else you consensual, say? but it was definitely sensual. Oh. <laughs> okay, oh. Oh, got him. PR move. Yeah. I like it. I, I like it a lot. So, um, so, so continue. So she starts so, yeah. yanking off dolphins. Yeah. So then they realize that this isn't, isn't going to work. So like the funding kind of goes away and you know, she, she How gets did they set, get to that conclusion? So what, what, right, right. <laughs> like, what, what was the end goal? They're just off trying, to, trying to communicate with dolphins. So, so they realized it wasn't going to work. The guy who was like working, running the lab, lost interest. He wanted to move on to LSD experiments. I'm sure everybody would lose interest. After so how this whole seven lab dolphins is just jerking off dolphins. So yeah, like like you know, and and uh, the whole the way this whole thing comes to a conclusion, which is it's kind of sad. Uh, you know, they're like, ah, this shit's not going to work, whatever. So the dolphin gets moved to Miami or some shit to some, some clinic or some, Starts some getting coked up, washed up on the street, Mi- Miami in the eighties, bum, like Scarface era fucking, but you know, dolphin, the you dolphins know. in like a shitty sea world situation where it's just in the it's, dark. There's oh no one no. fucking there. All not the a lot of upward no. mobility for dolphins. Once you nobody jerking NASA. him off, the yeah. dolphin committed suicide. How did the dolphin Wait, commit what? suicide? So dolphins can commit suicide. Apparently I just learned this. How? So. Every breath that they take is deliberate, right? So they can take a breath up in the air and then swim around the ocean and hold that breath for a long time, like like whales, right? But that's a very deliberate breath. Like it's not so we have autonomous breathing where we're breathing just because like you know breathe, yeah, we're yeah. breathing. Like it's a natural part of our state. But for them, their breathing isn't auton- autonomous. It's a deliberate breath that they take when they go up to get air. So literally, the dolphin in the tank just took a breath at the top, went to the bottom, and never came up again, so and just drowned himself. Thought life wasn't worth living anymore. Yeah, so, because he wasn't getting jerked off anymore. He was sitting in a dark room. He missed his his girl. So what you're so when did this oh take place? Sixties. The sixties. So what you're saying is, if this happened in like the nineties or early two thousands, we could have potentially had like an emo rock band talking about dolphin suicide. Oh yeah, and big that, time. That that could have been like our childhood. That could have been like yeah. That could be no. That could be no Sesame Street. Could have been the jerk off, man. <laughs> my aquatic romance. Cut my life into my aquatic romance, dude. That brings That's me beautiful. back to back to the fucking show that I grew up with. It was this like three Australian chicks that fucking whenever they touch the water, 
they turn into mermaids. Have you guys seen that shit? No. No. It's called like H2O or something yes, like that. I have seen that. Dude, Super it's this, old show. That's from yeah, like 20 years ago. Yes. It was these three fucking Australian chicks just fucking... They got some like aren't moon they like race. lifeguards? Don't they have, like a stupid yes. job like like super water related? Like they they were, can't avoid the water at all. They were they were lifeguards in Australia, and they went they right. went for like like skinny dip or something like in the night in this like romantic super like cave where they probably the scientist jerks off the dolphins, you know? <laughs> right. And, like if, if they lived in Ohio, they would never know because like they're, but they're just around water all the time. So like the whole premise of the show is like, oh my god, we're gonna touch water, we're gonna turn into dol- uh, so mermaids. what if you what if they touch water in a pool? The fuck? No, no, no. The thing is, how did they shower? The whole thing started when when they went to their romantic cave, and then it was like a full moon, and then it came through the circle on top of the cave, and it like is like a radiating moon, or whatever. So they became mermaids. So whenever <laughs> they touch water, they turn Wait. into mermaids. They get like fucking tails and fins and shit. Question for you: How do you know what this show is, and you don't know Sesame Street? Dude, I, I guess we just. <laughs> yeah, uh, how do you have this? I, gu- I guess it was a cheaper show to purchase for for the for the TV for the national Cheap TV. The CGI, yeah, for fucking turning people into mermaids. Dude, is there's no than CGI. They just put them in a fucking mermaid oh, costume. Yeah. So, so let's let's get it out there. You're from uh, Slovenia, yes. Right? So so your your TV watching experience and your upbringing has been uh, just just different on a base level. How long have you been here in America? I think this is like my seventh or eighth year. Seventh or eighth Being, year, yeah. So, so your your entire childhood, your entire upbringing has been in Slovenia. Oh yeah, I, I you know I moved here when I was like you know like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Just what what is what is the biggest like culture shock that you got when you came to the United States? I mean, there wasn't really any like big cultural shocks just because I do come from like Western yeah. civilization, Western world. So it's like pretty similar, but right. uh, I guess just you know like it, the the biggest difference between living in the states We're and living all slightly in Europe. Fatter. Just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all, we're all like tell, tell us your experience when you came to an American airport where you're just like, holy fuck, dude! I mean, my my first people. airport was me coming into Newark, so it was like a so whole different saw, experience. You saw some big people over here. Yes, I saw some. I saw some. some, some I was living people. in Japan for a while. When I came back to like American airports, I was like, holy fuck! <laughs> oh my God. No, it's definitely the 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 overall size. It's it's different compared to Europe, but. There's not many differences. Expect that, like you know, everything here is here is twenty four seven. Like if if you wake up in the middle of the night and you're craving pizza or you're craving you know here, whatever, though, like northern, like northeast, yes, and, like, like other the, big cities, exactly. Because like, if it's you New go York, to, you, know? you know, if you go middle of nowhere, it's not going to be like it's that, like the same you know? shit. Yeah. yeah, that was like the biggest thing that I have to get used to is just like everything being twenty four seven, which was actually like a plus for me because I do yeah. kind of like that you know big city living and stuff. You're also a night owl. Yes. Because I play video games all night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I wish yeah, I, uh, getting banned from Lee. <laughs> Honestly, for toxicity. It, it, it might be specific to like Jersey, New York, maybe or maybe like LA or something like that. But this area, but like I moved to Delaware, which is barely two hours away. Like not even really. Two, it's like an hour and forty minutes. But um, I started living like just outside uh, University of Delaware, which is like their college town. So do you think it'd be like kind of like a popping pop kind of like place? Yeah. With, I mean, very nice girls down there. Very 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 uh, good looking people. This and that. Good food. Whatever. But uh, I was there. For work, obviously, in, in, until I eventually moved there, and um, I was with one, one of my buddies who's also from Jersey. So we we, we we were shopping for like an apartment. So we're like, all right, we definitely want to go somewhere near this college for because we want to we we, we, we want to invent Swag, Swag Palace Part Castle. Two. Yeah, Swag Palace in Delaware. I think. Oh shit! I'm just really. I think we did have a room also named Swag Castle or something. Really? There, there's some, some, uh, castle something adjacent. But um, so, so 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 we're trying to find an apartment. So we go out in the town around like UD. And we're, we're drinking, we're having a good time. The first thing I realized is, like, I don't know if this was a specific night or whatever, but, like, shots were, like, $2, which is, like, more than half of what, like, what, I mean, like, 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 like more, like, 
it would be double in New York. Yeah, it would be yeah. way more than double. Six, seven, it would be like eight dollars. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. For, for like a baseline, like anytime I went out with my friends to Hoboken, we would always start the night at a bar that had like five dollar fireball shots because fireball is kind of disgusting as soon as you turn it become an adult. But if you can get a shot for five dollars, it's a pretty good. Sorry, you'll yes. take that. Just you'll to take clarify, that. you said two dollars for a shot. Two dollars for shots. I yes. guess we're moving Holy there. So fuck. basically, what would happen is my 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 roommate and I would go out. We'd go. All right. So, so we say we found out shots for two dollars. Like, okay, can we get um nine? And they'd be like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Okay. So we'd you get like an hour worth eight, of shots. So eighteen dollars for the so shot. Pete, so 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 girls wow. would come up to us and be like, oh my god, you guys are rich. Are you guys like celebrating something? I'm like, uh, yeah, it's my friend's twenty seventh birthday. He was like thirty five. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. we're, we're here celebrating his birthday. He's like, oh my god, we just like hand like shots to like girls and stuff like that. Go out, have a good time. And but the, the thing was is since it's like Delaware, eleven forty five, the lights start switching on. They're closing at twelve. Yeah. So we're like, oh shit! Like, what, what, what do we do? And not only that, like, it's not even like a like a level of drunkenness we're trying to reach. We just have we're like not even tired yet. Yeah. So we're like, okay, well, where do we go now? All the other bars in the area are also closed. We can go to like Wawa and like get a sandwich, and then I love Wawa. Unless there's some like crazy like after hour spot that we're missing, which there probably is, but I don't know. But I mean, like, it's a college town, so sort of like going to somebody's like dorm party or yeah. some random like or some house party, I mean, some frat party. I, was, I, I moved there when I was 22, but even then, that's version on like too old for that kind of stuff yeah, anyways yeah. so i we go back to our own apartment and we'll be like okay well it's twelve thirty-one. um we're not tired we just drink everything in our house now like what do we do so so we would just like text every girl we knew like in the state to try to like all like meet up and then eventually Group like, message right, yeah so like 75 right. people so then like eventually we realized like all right the place like closes like two hours earlier than anywhere else like like hoboken is like minimum like 2 30 so sometimes you get up yeah. to like three or three or something yeah. like that and new york the city is, is four new york is like four in the morning yeah. right yeah so we're like okay so we have to just start like day drinking or getting stuff in like way earlier and just building it up so we're tired by the time by, we get by to midnight 12. yeah, yeah. So midnight yeah. is actually the end of the night yeah. which is probably healthier looking back because you wake up at a reasonable time and it's not like 4 a.m when you go to bed so yeah, like, right. drinking well, is four a.m. is when you yeah. leave the bar. Then you get a halal plate. You're like six a.m. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. chicken over rice. At like yeah, I'm talking about like your circadian in the rhythm. Yeah. You yeah. wake honest, up like chicken over rice is the fucking MVP. I'll yeah, tell you that. halal right. carts are halal the fucking carts are the MVP. One time, I uh, in, in freshman year of college, we uh, one of our friends got like so fucked up, and it was like this whole situation where like he had to he had to call an ambulance, and it was this whole this whole, this whole thing where we were trying to get. Like, you know the night was fucked up when we missed the halal cart. Like, the halal oh, cart no. closes at 6 in the morning, <laughs> and it took us that long to resolve the situation that by the time we got to the halal cart, they were gone. Why, like, why do you close at 6 a.m.? Because the next day, like, the people that like to go in the city early, like... Yeah, no, they're back there at, like, 11. The, yeah. thing is, the thing is, like, a lot of these carts, right? Like, some of them, like, turn into breakfast carts in the morning. Yeah. I'm not so against sell, that, though. Sell, like, the breakfast cart is pretty good stuff. when you're, like... Fighting off drunkenness and stuff for sure. like that. Like, yeah. you know, anything or, with like an egg in it is pretty good. Like some you know, bacon sausages, all that I'll stuff. T- I'll tell you this. Anywhere I can buy bagels, anywhere I can get coffee in the morning, it's not bad. I'm not yeah. going to play. Right, can, we, can, we, can we just turn this for like 10 seconds into a strictly carny podcast? Sure. They, they changed Bagel House. It's new really? ownership. It's, it's like Bagel Corner or some shit like that. Now. Really? I got to say. The Bagel House. Oh, well, there's still other Bagel Houses because there's bagel a Bagel House, House in Lodi. Bagel House on the on the Turnpike oh. going towards like Food Town and stuff like that. Okay. There's it, one by me in, in, in. New new ownership. It's like it's like Bagel Corner or something. Huh? We're not doing stand up. Be careful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Just, I just wanted to say, I, I think the quality's gone down a little bit. The bagels are smaller for somehow. I don't know how. Maybe I, you just I, got bigger. Oh, I didn't know there's like a standardized size for bagels. I there thought they were all one size. I will say, listen, like, Carney's got some good shit. You've got like a fire pit. 
You guys had fire pit? Fire pit's pretty barbecue. barbecue. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the classic. Honestly, that's a classic right chicken, chicken french fries, rice, barbecue. For the listeners, for the listeners who, who might be less I'm cultured. Not, I'm not going to show them this part. This less is, this culture. Carney, Carney news only. This is, good. This is for me. This is for back you. home. Let's okay, talk about Clinton's iced tea. Well, I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you. We actually did talk about that for probably about 20 minutes. And I was like, all right, no one's going to know this at all. I don't know if you're going to use this or not. You're probably not. But like fucking, what's it called? Fire pit is amazing. You get I've never whole been. fucking barbecue. Listen, whole barbecue chicken, and you get rice and fries, or you can swap out one of them for beans. You know, it's no one's good. doing that. It's like rotisserie chicken. No one's doing okay. that. I get rice and beans sometimes. Yo, but you can also get not buying a platter of beans though. You just get the rice and the fries. No, no, no. You get rice and fries. if you get beans, you get like a little um, little side, a little side of beans, right? If you want rice and beans instead of rice and fries, because that's like double carbs. You know, beans are carbs too, but like different kinds of carbs. You know, yeah. But let's let's like all appreciate like Newark, right? Newark has so much culinary deliciousness. It's yeah. like so underrated. Like Newark's got a Newark's such bad very, rap. Yeah. Let me tell you but something. But there's some good I went stuff to, there. Have you guys been to like a bunch of bars in Newark? Yeah, I grew up in Newark. I mean, grew up. So went to school I, in my American I, I, I went up. to a bar. It's maybe like two blocks away from the Prudential Center. It's like this like like kind of like a gothic emo type bar. Is it McGovern's? McGovern's? No, that's like the college bar. That's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's that's like my a famous bar. bar. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's like right outside of Rutgers. There's one. It's it's like going towards like McCarter Highway. It's 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 like this. Uh, it's got like a bunch of like black paint all on it in the door. It's all like neon lights inside. I went there with like an ex girlfriend. She, I, I, it's one of those places where it, it's pretty funny to like bring a girlfriend to because you go in there and she gets hit on by vampires and you're like, oh okay, this is this is, this is all right. We're gonna be like, fine by the count. Yeah, like it, like 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 someone's gonna put a spell on me if if, if I say, say the wrong thing to them. Yeah, doing um, for life. It's, it's very strange because like right outside there there's just like just like Dominican guys like fighting and like so opposite of whatever was happening in inside that bar. there yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's like alright well this is Newark's really evolving it's turning yeah. into a <laughs> yeah Newark gets a bad it's just about the area it's the same for me like I lived in Harlem for like a decade and Harlem gets a bad rap and I always thought well, it was fine say, say what you want about gentrification Harlem, Harlem is like True. different huh? than what everybody likes yeah. in terms of like yeah. say, say what you want about gentrification but the in between stage before it turns from like minority to like upscale apartments there's this weird spot where it's just like pretty nice. It's a, nice a million mix. cultures at once, and everyone's yeah. like fighting for this real estate, and it's, it turns into like some pretty good food, yeah. some good bars. Well, I will say good this. Nightlife. I will say this about Newark. Today, I drove through uh, Branchbrook Park. I've never today. It's cherry blossom season. I've never seen so many cherry blossom trees in a park, even in Japan. You lived in Japan Honestly, for a year. What are you talking about? Listen, Japan had a lot. Listen, okay, with one exception, Japan, because it's like the land <laughs> the of fucking cherry blossoms. I've literally seen. the exception. But, like, honestly, there's, like, a lot of parks that try to have cherry blossoms and everything. Yeah, Like, true. Branchburg Park has a Apparently lot of DC cherry blossoms. Apparently, DC has a ton. I mean, it's yeah. such a huge Washington, park. Well, there's a whole, like, uh, yeah. like deal, like, with uh, Japan. Like, they gifted them to Washington, D.C. And my, I think my, my, my parents used to, like, like, bring us there. And there's so many. Mm. But, I mean. Yeah, yeah Branchburg Park's got a lot. I've never been to the one in D.C., but, honestly, like. Ranchville Park's not bad. All right. Well, that, that sums it up for local, local, local Jersey news. Yeah. Like, back not to, even. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about Slovenia. 10 mile again. radius. So I, I, I understand you're involved in some, some, some sporting in your youth. Uh, you said you were in fencing, right? Yes. You, you may yeah. be one of like three people I know even involved adjacently to fencing. What can you tell me about your time as a fencer? No. That's you're like, you're, you're yeah. a modern day sword fighter. Yes. Basically. Uh, but you're Zorro. You're, 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 Zorro, you're, you're yeah. very white Zorro. Yeah. A super white tall Zorro. Uh, but no, I mean, like, just in general, fencing is, like, way more prevalent in Europe than it is in the U.S. Uh, I feel like it's just, you know... Well, we're fatter, so we're much bigger targets. You know? True, so it's true, really... true. That's a valid point. But in Europe, it's been around. Wiry, it's, it's, sneaky it's, folk. Yeah, it's 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 kind of, like, you know, popular, not on a, you know, like, foot, like soccer level. But uh, it's, you know, like, a, a well-known sport. But here in the U.S., I feel like a lot... 
there's a lot more clubs coming up uh, coming up like opening mm-hmm. up like all these types of things and just you know it's it's a big sport in in NCAA so a lot of you know big colleges with a lot of budget yeah, and stuff yeah. they're going out and rec- recruiting these people and are the like, scholarships more readily exactly. available in the sense that like yeah. there aren't as many people fencing as there are trying to get back exactly to exactly yeah. Yeah. exactly I, I had a friend who went to a private school in Jersey like when we all like went from like middle school to high school he went to some like fancy private school and he took up fencing when we were all playing like I don't know, like soccer or basketball or something like that. I'm like, are you just like in Gryffindor or something? Like, what school <laughs> What's going on here? That you're doing? Yeah, it's not. Now? It's not like that. But and it, it, it's funny. Go ahead. That's actually how like how I came to the U.S. because you know I was like you know competing at the World Championships, representing my country, and there was like this you know a bunch of like different recruiters that come to to these big competitions, and they were like, all right, like dude, you're pretty good. You're like you know number x in the world you're like let's say top 50 if you're top 50 in the world you're pretty decent right so they come up to you and they're like dude do you want to get like a full ride you know fencing for this school like fencing this shitty fuck yeah yeah kids that you know just picked up fencing and you know you just you just go and there you, you coach get... fencing right i do yeah uh it's it's more of like a you know like exciting just because i still have a passion for it i don't want to be what got you into fencing i want to know Oh wait, wait, no! Uh, before before you answer his serious question, can you answer my very quick, uh, very fun question? Are you considered a sensei or a master? Nah, that's nah, I would no. quit. Never mind, forget nah, it. No, nah. but what got you into fencing? Like, so, ba- from my understanding, well, I got into fencing when I was like super young. I was like yeah. eight years old, like before I even like could comprehend the thought of me being myself. But from my understanding, I feel like my mom, like her ex boyfriend, like before she met my dad, she was dancing, uh, dancing. She was uh, uh, dating a guy yeah. that was like a fencer for Yugoslavia. And then she was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I want my kid, you know, to do fencing. So I got into it. I was doing a bunch of different sports, like, you know, being tall and stuff. Like I was into basketball. I was doing yeah, like yeah. handball. Uh, but then I got into fencing. I had this really good coach. I was doing well. You know, I was like, you know, one of the best people in the world. Uh, just, you know. Tell us like your diet and your like exercise regimen for fencing. Like yeah, I'm sure every, every sport has like a diet and exercise regimen. So like. So I didn't really pay that? a lot of attention to diet just because it's hard for me to gain any weight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but. There is a lot of emphasis on you know building legs and stuff because it's so heavily focused. Like driven, yeah, like, like cardio. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, it's like it. It really a is lot like of quick like jumps and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. So you have to have extremely strong legs, especially like you know when you're in competition, you're gonna be fencing for like you know like 10, 12 hours. Like if you if you make it, like let's say you're you know in the final round, you're fencing in finals, you're gonna you're gonna be fencing for like twelve hours. So it's really important. Instead of you having to. You know, when you're doing like, you know, strength and conditioning, instead of you, you know, squatting, I don't know, like 400 pounds, it's it's more about like endurance. It's more yeah, focused on endurance, weight, right? Exactly. Yeah. To, uh, what about ankles? Like, do people roll their ankles? Yes, that's it? actually very common. But like all the all the modern shoes and stuff that you wear that are specifically made for fencing, they have like great ankle protection. Uh, but the mo- the more the most injuries that happen do come from like knees and, and, and you know, like lower legs. So right. you have to be careful when it comes to that. So like... Um, Forgetting my question. If anyone has a question, it's fencing. Yeah, so I was going to say real quick, fast. This is not a productive question. I'm a bad interviewer, but um, so stereotypically in the United States, when 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 a man goes out on his own and he finds a nice lady and he gets his own place, and he does not have a firearm or any type of gun. Usually, they'll get like a Louisville Slugger like baseball bat. Do you and your wife keep a sword by the bed? Is what I'm asking. I mean, I do have swords just because you know my equipment is in the house, but, it, but it's, they're not it's, real swords. Yeah, it's There's it's. A- so it's like basically sporting, like pointy. It's basically like, like, like a real swords. sword, except that at the at the tip of the of the of the blade, it's not sharp, right? It's like yeah. a tip. Let's say this: if you did have a sharp sword, you could fuck somebody up that came. In oh yeah, I mean yeah. easily. Like I, I feel like if you put me in like you know like the the ages Life of like sword situation. fighting, yeah, or, or yeah. even that, like I would, okay. I would Hypo- fuck, hypothetically, fuck if I got people you, up. If I got you like a switchblade, 
did, right? Yeah. And then you got into a knife fight with somebody. Would you hold your hold your ground in a knife fight? I mean, just because I feel like I have an advantage of knowing how to like defend against like you being like launched at or like try to be stabbed. Like I do feel like I would have an advantage. See, that's a good answer. I like that. Yeah. yeah. But I would say yeah. so. I, I have become a, a a gun owner in recent years. Mm. Just I mean, I'm not even really a gun guy, but I, because of individual circumstances, I have a gun. Um, sword stuff way cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can we just say that? I mean, well, okay, well, okay. Hold on. There's two <laughs> different types of sword stuff. There's like really there's cool sword stuff, and there's like you know, I uh, I bought a katana on eBay, and I'm gonna. Cut it's my it's my nothing. So, so for the for the listeners, because like, I'm a fucking yeah. senpai, you know what I mean, bro. Like, my brother. <laughs> so so they just opened up a new. Huh? This this maybe like two or three years ago. They opened up a pawn shop on Carney Ave, uh, like right up the hill from from my from my, my perfect my, my family lives. I don't remember. I don't know. I've, I've never been there myself. So my brother went there, and he he just started working at like like UPS or something. It was like a college job. He came home with a sword one day, and my mom's like, "The fuck!" <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing with that?" <laughs> so I, I I don't live with my, my 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 parents anymore. So I go home, and there's just like a sword like mounted like above like my brother's the, desk, yeah. and I'm like. What's up with that sword? He's like, I found that at a pawn shop. It's pretty cool. I'm like, this is exactly why capitalism is the best possible thing. No, but, but I, I just, just want to clear swords. some things. Oh, for sure. Like for, for listeners not knowing anything about fencing, like it's it's not like you have a katana and you use two hands, like you're wielding it like a two-hander, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you use one hand. Like, you know, yeah, basically. It's, it's like whatever you see in a movie, right? There's not so much like flashiness and the action. Princess and Bride, you're the Spaniard. Exactly. Here's, here's my uh, follow-up question. If I give you a katana, do you think you could hold your own? Yeah, I, I could still but be able to. But would you up. use it like a fencing sword? Oh, I mean, as 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 long as it has like you know a sharp tip and stuff, and then I can hold could, it one hand. Could, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. like if if I had anybody come at me with Listen, any man, type it's of all about the tip. object, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. What if I gave you like a British? What if I gave you like a British two-handed sword? Yeah, I mean, I would still fuck shit. What are we gonna name? Sword in existence? No, dude. Like you gotta like. It's like a rapier. Rapier. Rapier, rapier no, yeah. is the French. Rapier. Yes. The French rapier. So, so basically, that's yeah. what it comes from. Like that was the model sword for the modern sport. What Zoro was using. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, like whatever you know, whatever object you would give me that you know has a handle and has a pointy tip. Like if somebody came at me, like that is fencing a young man's game? You know, because like there's a certain age. <laughs> no, no, no. So that's actually <laughs> that, no, that, that, that's a very good question because when it comes to fencing, like it's not like. When you're doing uh, like f- like soccer, right? Like you yeah, kind of start declining age, start it, like you know, when you're over thirty and, and shit, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fencing is it's like a it's like a chess in a sports it's version like mind game, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So you have, I would say that the most successful fencers, the ones that are like world champions, Olympic champions, they're all like 35, 40 years old oh, because they have the experience, but exactly. they're still in shape enough. Yeah, because 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 yeah. you can still you know you can still be in shape, you can still have all the endurance because it's very like endurance related yeah. sport. Yeah, but you have you know the experience, you have you know the mental the, the mental game exactly. Yeah. Now you're from Slovenia, like I'm not sure how know how much you know about your family lineage, but you have like sword fighters in your family like a long time ago. Or well, I was just thinking, um, was your family a military family? I, I don't know. I, I, had, I, had, I had to write uh, a paper on like warfare, like from like years past. So apparently, like World War One, it was like the turn of the century when guns were like still like not very advanced. I mean, they, they they've had muskets and stuff since like the 1700s and yeah. all that stuff. But like the like the French army, like half of them still had swords and stuff with. Them. Oh yeah, so yeah, they yeah, had, yeah. Like single shot guns bayonets. and like, and, like, yeah, like bayonets. bayonets and like swords and like fancy like frilly armor from like the Napoleon era. 
And then by the time the war ended, everyone was in like tanks and they were shooting like gas at each other. Yeah. And it turned into like a chemical thing. So yeah. in yeah. chemical warfare. In yeah. a span of like four or five years, it went from like people literally riding out on horses with swords in hand to like trenches and like machine guns and like yeah. Yeah. and like like uh artillery and all this crazy shit. So I mean You know your guns suck when you need to tape a sword to the end of it. Like, no, right. you know your guns rock when you get to tape a sword. To yeah, <laughs> dude, I feel like I feel like Glass you know, half full, bro. <laughs> no, but I feel like you know, like in the modern warfare, in, in like the era that we live in, you know, just like you can be basically anyone, and you can just shoot your gun, and you know, like you can take out opponents. Like a different set of skills that you need in order to be a successful soldier. But back in the days, it took so much. Like you actually had to practice. You had to be good at your craft. Right, right, right. Like I'm not saying you don't have to practice to be good at shooting, right? Like obviously you have to practice. Yeah. You have to go to the range, all these things. But it came more of like, like for example, me, like being a six five dude, you know. Know, like like huge like I'll have much more advantage against somebody that is like I don't know like five seven you know mm-hmm. are you pointing uh, at me six one bitch I was pointing at Alex but I like you know like a lot of people have like knives Renato is a story sword no no sure but like all right a lot of a lot of soldiers throw me under the bus let's say let's say it's like nineteen oh five right yeah but that's another era you know I mean that's what I'm saying even today even today in close combat you know what I mean. In close combat, in close in in modern warfare, let's say we both run run out of ammo and it's you against me, I think I'd still fuck you up, like just with a sword, like <laughs> like you know, just because I have like a reach Alex advantage, like, oh, you know. Yeah? This hey, might be the Bud Light Seltzer talking, but uh, being shorter, I would, I, you know, I, I think I might have an advantage in Listen, terms of Alex like, has I have a lower a year center and a half of high school wrestler belt. Yeah, sure. it's kind of a yeah. You, you'd go for the takedown. <laughs> I mean, like I'm I'm closer to stabbing you in the nuts, so I mean, like True. if you want to do that to me, it would be harder. True. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, you know what's gonna get crazy with warfare in the future is like, you know, already now it's like you know drones and all this shit, right? Yeah. But it's gonna get to a point where it's like robots. Versus people, Isn't where like it, the countries yeah. that have Isn't money to so have ro- yeah, killer robots, man. killer yeah. robots versus like regular people. Isn't yeah. it so weird that all the sci-fi movies got it wrong? They were like, "Oh, everyone's gonna be shooting laser lasers guns and laser swords and all yeah. that stuff." Nope, it's just gonna be robots and bombs. Yeah, just have like, you seen yeah. those killer robots? They look like dogs that you like, oh can't the take over. spot from Boston Dynamics. Boston yeah. Yeah. But yeah. dude, you weird, have to man. realize that the, like uh, what's what's that called? The Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Oh, oh yeah. There's literally an episode about a robot dog that has weapons. Terrifying, by the way. All right, but, but guys, terrifying. do you know, are you guys familiar with the Pinto case, the Fort Pinto case? Pinto no. case. All right. Let, going back to the, to the modern warfare, right? Like, when you talk about robots and, like, you know, subsidizing for, like, actual human beings, like, you know, going to war and shooting, like, I think it all comes to down, like, you know, to, like, what is the break-even cost of, you know, sacrificing a human life compared to how much money you have to invest into producing like the research and development to producing this robot and stuff like i feel like it's never gonna fully replace you know that human being going to war just because it's cheaper for like i don't know like a like a 21 now it's cheaper gal you have to to realize that the 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 research and development is is a threshold basically as soon as that threshold is breached whatever breakthroughs are made are going to be leaked to other intelligence agencies and every country is going to develop their own so the price. So you're saying that the price is going to go down, and it's going to. Yeah, sure. I mean, look at cell phones. Like all the technology yeah. gets no, no, no. cheaper. Yeah. The question is, do you think our robots can beat Chinese robots? Is what we're really talking. Because well, I mean, more likely they're all going to be made in China. But yeah. can, uh, do ours have the American grit? You think it takes to win the war? You know, honestly, I think like, it does. I think when it comes to like technology and being produced, no, like you know, when it comes to technology, yeah, they'll definitely have grit. The American grit. <laughs> our robots got heart. Our <laughs> robots, robots yeah. work for their fucking. Our robots have an American. Literally, we put someone's heart in there. All the robots. But Bufflers were made in Boston. They got hot. In all seriousness, when it comes to like technology and stuff, like it does comes, it does come down to the technology of. I mean, to the quality 
of components that, is, that are made of. So I do feel that like in the U.S. is still very much you know like the the, the your your pay like how do you call it like a pay, uh, patriot. Yeah, like you're a patriot, like it's a patriotic country, like all the everything yeah, is sourced yeah. from the U.S. So I do feel that the, the quality of components, like even I when think, you buy, like I think the only thing we make in America now is like sex toys, pretty much. Like we no, there's a lot of shit being made. <laughs> no, in but the like US still. that's, I mean, that has become like a, a, a marketing point made in the U.S. Because exactly. everything isn't yeah. made in the U.S. Yeah. It's, it's the same like shit such as an like, anomaly. It's all like Taiwan or China yeah, or Vietnam. Some crazy. Yeah, or it's the same shit with like restaurants yeah, that say marketing. we sell real food, like local food, American-made dildos, straight straight from Utah. Gives you a four second longer orgasm. Some Mormon dildos. The whole like US, made in the U.S. thing has been a selling point since uh, the 1980s or whatever. Pretty like, much since Japan Vietnam War. Big. But like the thing is that like, honestly, does it matter? No, because the average consumer I doesn't mean, give a fuck. Doesn't give a fuck. They're like, oh, what's cheaper? What's effective? And that's it. But that's fucked up though, because like you do have the to Walmart support. Mentality. Just get the cheapest possible option. You do have to support your local, you know, businesses. Like no, you do have. The, at the it, end well, of the day, individually like, you don't. Maybe as a community, yeah, you do. That's, but, like, that's yeah. a question for people with enough income to think about. That, right. You know. Right. The thing is, if you have a, if you're working a shit job, you're going to think about what's the cheapest and most effective yeah. option. Yeah, and and it's a vicious cycle because like companies can get away with a lot of shit if the consumer of that company is happy. Yeah. Like, look at Amazon for example, right? Amazon drivers are literally like shitting in bags and pissing in bags, yeah. like doing deliveries because they have to meet such high like delivery numbers. I'll but say, people are fine with it because Amazon keeps their customers happy. Oh, I got a fucking I mean? Amazon credit card. Yeah, <laughs> so like if, yeah, they, they can deliver, get you know? away with everything because the customers are like, oh yeah, this is fucking yeah. dope. I mean, I, I buy something from Amazon, yeah. but I'm trying not to. But you yeah, know. no, that that that's a fair point. But I do feel like you know, as soon as you're buying something that is not sourced or made from your country where you're from you're you're basically helping another country you know grow their their I mean, GDP. that's why china is becoming a superpower exactly yeah. i will i will say this in terms of this it's like we, we put a lot of blame on consumers you know but consumers obviously they're gonna be, i mean like they, yeah. it depends on their on their income they're you know? dealing yeah. at the same time it's like Very the government has to put on regulation yeah i mean it's it, up to the governments to put regulation on like yes. labor practices yes. you know, and but then the, the thing is these companies fight back against that like if it's the same thing with like environmentalism right like there's a lot about like individual responsibility about recycling and not using plastic, which okay is true, but the top polluters are giant corporations. But you see, Ronaldo, I agree with you, and that's a question for citizens to make when they vote. Because at the same time, it's like if these companies have undue, you know, power influence over the government, then why don't people? I mean, people should vote for people who won't be swayed by that influence. and vote for people who are not going to be swayed for that. Yeah, that's true, but it's right here. Get your yeah. This podcast is sponsored by... No, I'm just kidding. Well, let's <laughs> we used to do that on the show. We used to do uh, fake sponsorships. Yeah, uh, our to. first and most notable fake sponsorship was uh, Skechers Shape Ups. Shape Ups. Oh, yeah. yeah. The oh, ones yeah. that give no. you abs when you walk? No. The ones that give you a goddamn booty. Yeah. Oh, damn. I want a badonka nice donk. I got, I, got, I, got, I got a juicy booty from it's, fencing. It's I'm the, not going to lie. It's the official uh, shoe of soccer moms. Turn around for us. Yeah, you want to see that shit? Oh, yeah. Joe Rogan's podcast used to be sponsored by Fleshlight. Why not? You know that you know that you can get. I saw. I saw nine gig. I saw that you you can get a custom, not a custom, but like molded in the shape of like your favorite porn star. You can get a flashlight that has like the JJ of. of Dude, if you go on the flashlight website, when Avatar came out, the movie they had Avatar themed blue (laughs) flashlight. I'm sure that shit sold out. Zombie themed flashlight. I'm sure that shit sold out. Want about a sponsorship of like a sex whatever company? But think about this: if you're the type of guy that is going to buy some whatever sex object or toy or whatever, you might as well get a deal on it if you could buy it anyways, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, so, I'm I mean, not against it. It's just, fuck it. It's, yeah. Why not? American made. Yeah. It's patriotic. Is it American you know, made? American made pussy. Yeah. 
Is it though? I don't know. We can say so. I mean, it's a fake sponsorship for us. Yeah, that's true. We're we're, we're, yeah. we're lying so right this, now. This, okay. Are we though? I mean, we can look at <laughs> we, we can play that game. <laughs> we, we we Google game it right now. All right, all right, hang on. Let me let me let me see if I can. Let me just give it. All right, we are playing. Where is that dick from? Brought to you by Midnight Climax. I'm your host Ryan. I am here with my friend Alex, Gal, and Renato. We are here to ask the question: Where is that dick from? Or fleshlight, or other uh, sexual object? Um, do we? Do we have any? All right. Are you looking it up? Yes. Where are flashlights made? Take no, it. don't look it up. No. We're, we're, we're making a game out of it. You got to guess. Yeah, we're oh, going to yeah. guess. guess look it up. Yeah. All right. I'll take a guess first. Alex. Where, where do you think it's from, Alex? Where's what from? Flashlights. Uh, where are they flashlights. made? Flashlights? Flashlights. Not flashlights. I'm locking my guess. I'm saying Texas. Ooh. Very specific. I'm yeah. No, no, I like country. that. He's prices writing you. It's huge. Texas he's, is a huge state. He's, he's like, writing a package. He's prices writing you right now. He's saying what specific state? Where are flashlights from? I would guess they are either. Just by like probability wise, American or Chinese made? No, but like you gotta no, say the oh, state. No, you, gotta, you gotta guess one. It's a game. God damn it. Okay, fuck. Um, it's very low stakes. We, we have no low, prize for this game. We need to think of a low. The price uh, is a sponsored Bud Light seltzer lemonade. It's from from the Pyongyang district of. Listen, listen. It's either from Texas or no. I said Texas. You can't say Texas. Oh, just make fuck. a guess. God damn it. It's, it's either Alabama or fucking. Uh, I'm gonna Pick one. I'm going to guess northeastern China All right. in terms of like Texas, factories. northeastern China, Cambodia. Cambodia. All right. We will find out now. Go ahead, uh, Renato, with the answer. All right. Hold on. You'll never believe what we found out <laughs> inside a Fleshlight factory. Oh, please don't tell me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, you'd think if I Googled where Fleshlight's made, it would immediately tell me. Oh, my it's, God. Look at this Fleshlight. I'm seeing one with uh, teeth now. Oh, damn. Some type no. of vampire jowl. Okay, let's see. This this game show is getting way off the rails. It doesn't ever. I mean, the, the, the rails are very uh, abstract <laughs> and uh, ill-defined, but there are rails somewhere. Railroad. All right, guys, I'm not going to read this whole article. We don't have one spot. All right, all right. What, just put what country are flashlights made in? Are flashlights made in the U.S.? How about that? <laughs> Austin, Texas, U.S., baby. Whoa! Let's go! Really? Austin, Texas. Oh, my God. Oh, Gal, you, you have, have won a lifetime uh-huh. supply of flashlights. Our main Good man, job, Gal. Gal. Good job. Not American-born. Immigrant. He knows American when he sees it. Hey, I know the quality he when I feel it. American quality <laughs> when he feels when he it. Feels it. <laughs> One inch at a time. <laughs> so, yeah, Austin, Texas. Oh, this is a man well versed in American <laughs> insights. Thank you oh, and good night, God. guys. That was fantastic. <laughs> thank you very much. Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Flashlights yeah. for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> wow. And for those of you who were wrong, I would just say you're getting a Chinese-made flashlight. You guys have to work in the flashlight factory for three weeks without hey, gloves. This is so bad. <laughs> Imagine that was the punishment. You have to work. <laughs> <in the flashlight factory. laughs> Amazing. All right, we're gonna pause it again. Come All right.